Welcome to the podcast service of Sydney's FM 103.2. Available on the web at fm1032.com.au. Kevin, thanks very much for joining us on Fresh. You're in the in-between records at the moment. Your last CD was Stereotype B, your first solo CD. Mm-hmm. You have uh, just released, as you were saying just before the interview, uh, a demo of songs, which is sort of, I guess, to ease the pain of fans wanting more music until you release your new CD. So tell us, what what It's a very, very positive way of looking at it, yes. Um, uh, yeah, literally just... Um, I've been in the studio for the last uh, two weeks working on the new project, and um, I've been writing for the new project over the last year in Los Angeles, actually. And um, in Between the Fence and the Universe, the EP was songs that I'd written in Nashville after Stereotype B, so very different um, sound than what the next project's going to sound like. Um, uh, so that's basically it. I've been, I've been writing, I've been living, I've been... Um, Traveling, uh, it's just been it's been an awesome time. Um, well, since going solo, uh, do you feel like there's a new sense of freedom or creativity that you've been able to sort of take hold of since the, since the rest of DC tour? Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, we just it's been like it's been like one you know show after another, and one you know performance after another, and one creative outlet after another, and it's been. Been, it's been a great it's been a great time actually it's it's just kind of gone by really quickly it seems you know since I left Nashville which was not too long ago which is about a year and a half so okay so you're, you've left Nashville and like, now I'm based in Los Angeles and how's that change in lifestyle you, you're enjoying that LA kind of life I, 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 I love being in LA it's 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 a really great atmosphere for me as an artist just to be able to you know um, kind of watch and take the bits and pieces from the environment and put it into my music and it's a, it's a much better place for me to be as a person as well because it's not you know people are a lot more uh, open in, in in california and it seems like they're they're really interested in different types of music too and they're really interested in different uh, art forms it's like the poetry actually is an interesting uh thing for me uh to kind of explore in los angeles as well because uh, one of my favorite poets charles bukowski actually lived right down the street from from where I live right now, and wrote most of his later works right down the street from where I'm living. So it's um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. You're not necessarily pigeonholed in the Christian market anymore, are you? You're sort of trying to explore different avenues. You're you're, you're exploring verse and prose these days with poetry. Uh, um, you know, I, I was exploring. Uh, I was into poetry before I left for Los Angeles, and I, and I put out a couple of books here when I was in Nashville. Um, we're getting ready to put out another book um, soon poetry but yeah i think los angeles is just overall is a little bit more has it has a bit more freedom it gives more freedom than the actual city of nashville because nashville's obviously a little smaller so it's a little bit more uh it's more of a bible belt scenario and and um as we know hollywood where i live like i live actually west hollywood i live like right right near the hollywood hills it's like known for being you know whatever man you, you get like one person my, you know, I, I live right next to uh, a little Russian area, and then, like, right next to that is a very expensive kind of, like, Hollywood Hills celebrity area, and then right next to that is a kind of more of an Hispanic area. So it's a melting pot, basically. And, it, and, and, and to be honest, Los Angeles is more of a melting pot than most cities in America. I'd say the New York City is being the, the obvious uh, ultimate melting pot, but... 
So LA is a great is it's a great place for me right now, and I just kind of refuel and, and and put out another project and see what happens with this new project, and and uh, who knows? I mean, who knows where I go from there? So. Well, Stereotype B, uh, Return of the Singer, was you blended a lot of different sort of world music styles into that song. It was quite interesting. In terms of your demo and your thoughts on the new album, musically, what kind of approach are you looking and what style are you taking? Yeah, the, um, the, the new record is, is going in the direction of, of definitely more rock and roll. I mean, the, the, when I say rock and roll, it's, more, it's definitely more simple. It just, um, I wouldn't call it, any kind of rock and roll. I wouldn't call it Brit rock or pop rock or whatever. It's just it, it, the songwriting has become, in my mind, um, more about being genre-less, you know? It's like it's, it, there's nothing there to really point a figure at, actually, on this record, which is, which is great. On the other stuff, on my other records, I think, I think I've I pushed more of the European influences because um, that's what I grew up listening to. You know, and that's what I loved for so many years. So, I think for me, it's it's been about trying to find a style that that, that suits me for for that period of time. And as a singer, I'm I'm not traditionally going to be one style the whole time. I mean, that's the thing. If this was a band, if this was a band oriented, like um, then we would be very uh, obviously stylistically, you'd be you'd be more. Um, kind of in a little bit of a box, you know. But not, not, not in a box in a bad way, but in a yeah. good way. Because the great bands, you know, ha- have developed sound, a sound. They've yeah. developed their own styles, and they can kind of transcend because they have their own sound. What I have as a musician and artist is a voice, and, and hopefully my voice transcends each project because it just is what it is, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got a very distinctive voice, You've you've certainly gone on a journey since the DC Talk days to where you are now. Was it hard to find your feet after leaving such a big band and doing such big things and and, and going solo? Um, it, it, it's it's kind of it it was it, I wouldn't even say it was difficult. It was just different. It it was like um, it was quite a change. Um, but it happened over a, a, a over a period of time, so it didn't happen overnight. Um, I stayed in Nashville. After DC Talk, you know, we decided to do solo records. I stayed in Nashville for a good two and a half years, three years after that. So, and I worked Stereotype B for a good year and a half. You know, of course, over overseas in Europe and Brazil and you know in the states as well. So, it's been a gradual process. You know, it's not been overnight. So it's yeah. it's been it's been good. Well, tell me what's exciting, Kevin. You know, Kevin Max at the moment. What kind of things, whether it's music, art, you know, what what sort of getting getting you going. Well, I mean, I think the the freedom to express myself without the confines of of a company like kind of telling me, you know, this sounds more Christian or this 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 is, you know, this fits the the uh, format better and I mean, musically I like to I like to be challenged and and, and I have been being challenged by um the people that I've been writing with in Los Angeles and stuff. But they've also given me the opportunity to be uh, to be free in, in what I create. The most important thing to me is to is to, is to create a piece of product that or, or create a song that challenges and entertains at the same time. I'm really about you know writing a lyric that will get pe- people to think and ask questions about who they are, what they actually believe. I'm not a big advocate, or I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a really good writer when it comes to actually drawing up the answer. You know what I mean? Because that that seems what really distinguishes Christian music from other 
music fields is the fact that they constantly draw the answer. They, 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 they give you the answer. This is the answer, you know? And I enjoy making question marks more uh, than, than being, you know, the final solution. Because I think it, it, it's like, as you know, the Christian walk is not, it, it is a bunch of question marks. It's um, it's finding yourself. It's it, it's a journey. It's it's not you know you don't come to to finding out about God overnight. You don't come to be um, comfortable with yourself overnight. You know, it's it's definitely a process. So my music reflects that I think, and it ref- and it reflects the relationships that I've had during my lifetime. It ref- reflects my highs and lows. It reflects you know where I'm at at the moment, and I think this new record is going to reflect a lot of uh, more, more, more kind of intimate looks, a, a little bit more, you know, inside uh, inside myself and what, I'm, what I've been going through and what I've been feeling well, more than the other two projects just because I, I've, I've got that freedom now to kind of like explain myself and who I am and not have to worry, oh, am I putting, you know, enough of the God factor in my music, you know? Yeah, well, tell us about who Kevin Max is. I mean... What's your journey been like? What 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 things? What new things have you discovered? My, myself, I, I'm I'm a I'm just like everybody else. I'm you know complex, and then I'm not. I'm never I'm never really satisfied with one thing or the other. I'm I'm constantly on a on a on a journey to find out um, who I am through process of of you know really just kind of you know saying yes to things and saying no to things and moving forward with my life. I mean, I, I've been through scenarios where I feel like I've pushed myself as an artist. For example, taking the Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat thing and doing that, I wouldn't, would have not have naturally gone to something like that. Um, constantly going overseas and doing shows like in Brazil. And, and then the biggest thing really is just, you know, going a different route with the music, not going to a a big Christian label, but going to an indie label, going more the route of grassroots, you know, starting out over again in smaller venues. And and then personally, it's been about, you know, just kind of cutting away all of the, trimming away all the, all, all the stuff, you know. When I, when I left Nashville, I, I left my home um, and uh, left almost, you know, I'd say probably 75% of the stuff that I've accumulated with it, you know. And so I've I've become I've trimmed a lot of the fat off, you know, and, and just led a more simple life out in Los Angeles, as simple as I can lead. And with your poetry, and and also yeah, with your music, what kind of things have you learned? What kind of things has God, if you like, shown you about Himself and what He thinks about you? He just constantly shows me how you know. It's it's amazing. Sometimes I see how much God loves me, and and. And um, you know, shows me grace and mercy each day. You know, because I, I'm constantly making mistakes. I'm constantly, you know, giving into my my my, my myself. You know, and, and, and selfish behavior. And and um, he's sh- he's 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 taught me some patience, which is great because I tend to be a guy that I like to see things happen right away. You know, and uh, moving out to Los Angeles has been a process for me. I didn't immediately grab a bunch of success um, as a solo artist out in L.A. It's been it's been a tough go, you know. Um, playing in clubs, you know, like the Viper Room and House of Blues and places like that and, you know, expecting people to just, like, immediately love what I'm doing 
and uh, none of the shows have been horrible. Uh, all the shows have been good, but it's it's been a it's been a very it's been a very tough road to kind of actually even get over the the, the title of the DC Talk member thing, you know. And I was talking earlier. It's like Toby and Mike have followed that path and gone more that path of you know we're DC Talk and you know we're still out there kind of in the same arena making yeah. with the same you know. Kind of, kind of people in the same kind of game plan, which which is great. I'm more interested in change, you know. There's a new challenge, something to conquer that, that hasn't been conquered yet. It's just something that's I feel like it needed to happen for me creatively because I had been in a band that, in my mind, wasn't truly a band. It was a um, it was a business, you know. It was like you know three guys that. You know, weren't put together by any kind of management team or any kind of corporation, but three guys that were completely different, constantly having to, you know, like, be careful about your stepping on this guy's toe, and you've got to give this guy room. And it really, you know, DC Talk from the beginning was really Toby's thing, you know, and, and I came along as a player, you know, but as the, as the band grew, we, we all kind of developed our own thing and, and developed our own voices, and... I mean, I think at the end of the Supernatural tour, I just, I just knew that I needed a break from it, you know, and I needed to be able to express myself outside of the group of DC Talk, you know. But hopefully, at some point, you know, we will get get back together again and and make some more music. It'd be great. Well, Kevin, thanks, thanks very much for joining. Pleasure, man. We hope you enjoyed this FM one hundred three point two podcast. To listen to more great audio, visit fm one hundred three two dot com dot au.